welcome to the TOT Talk Show. This talk show is aspired to nurture and mentor the next generations of MDRTs, bringing excellence among financial advisors around the world. We will share with you sales ideas and technical know-how in our work as financial advisors, inspire you to be a better version of you, and help you to think strategically to boost your sales towards MDRT, COT, and even TOT qualifications. The TOT Talk Show is co-hosted by two top-of-the-table members, namely Lim Renan of Malaysia and Rick Q of the USA. Now, Esther asks, is there any specific way to identify if my why is real or not? These questions are getting harder and harder to ask. <laughs> Rick, you want to take that? <laughs> sure. <clears throat> Esther, when you create your why, you have to ask yourself how powerful it is, how powerful it is, right? Like think about the obstacles in life that will possibly stop you from achieving your why. Think about all the, like if, if, if it snows, if it rains, <clears throat> if your car breaks down, if uh, something happens, right? Are those bigger and more powerful than your why? If your why can motivate, inspire you, you that no matter what you're going to achieve it relentless then you know it's truly your why you know it's truly your why like um and honestly at the end of the day you know each and every one of our whys just like we're all unique as human beings i love and respect everyone everyone right your why is special to you if you want to share it with the world share it and be proud right there's a saying people that care uh won't, won't judge you and people that judge you, right? Don't matter. Don't matter. And I respect everyone's why. Correct. But the question is, you need to believe in your why. Your why is your fuel. If your why is not strong enough and your fuel runs out, then it's not strong enough of a why. I, I, I agree with uh, Rick. You say we, we respect everybody's why. I just want to add one more thing. We respect your why of doing this. You respect your why of doing COT, TOT, whatever. But remember this, you must do it with a clear conscience. You must do it properly. Don't end up in jail. <laughs> Don't end up in fraud. Don't end up with funny, funny things, right? Do it properly, you know. If you want to provide for a family, your why is to provide. Your why is to be number one. Your why is to make a lot of money, but just do it properly. Um, in, a, in, a, in the insurance industry, especially in Malaysia, uh, there are so many ways of, uh, you guys knows, right? Putting business in different, different things. Don't do it. Lah, huh? Do it properly. You know, always do it properly. Right? So, uh, maybe, maybe Rick, you, you don't know. There's, there's always a chance of, of, of uh, manipulating the system, right? <coughs> Even in America, it's the same, right, Rick? Yeah. If, you know, I, I, although I say I respect people's why, I may not agree with everyone's why. I may not agree with everyone's why. So just remember that. I respect it. I may not agree with it. But I'm sure most of your whys, I, I, I respect and agree. Um, you know, one of my whys is, uh, which is really important to me. I know growing up in society, you know, men and women may be treated differently. You know, uh, I think you and I talked about it as we were preparing this content. Like, you know, growing up, the male was supposed to be the provider. I want my twin daughters to be the provider. 
I want them to be whatever they want to be. You know, I asked my dad and my mom as I got older. I was like, dad, mom, why do you want me to be a doctor and lawyer? And then they said an answer. I was like, help people. I was like, there's a lot more careers that can help people. Be a teacher. A teacher is just as great as a profound impact. And they get paid one of the least, right? So I, I said, tell me more. Tell me more. And then finally, it was stability of those careers, right? And then and I said, dad, mom, I want to share something that's really special. You know, I know you want me to have stability, but let me have happiness. You know, I work so hard. And to me, like I said, money doesn't mean anything. Like I, I can live off a dollar in a day. I can go out there, have no money, and I can find food by like, I, I'm, I can find food on the ground. I don't care. But then the point is, I want my kids to grow up. If my son says, I want to be, I don't know, a comedian, I just say, be the best comedian you can be. I want to be a chef. Be the best chef you could be. I want to be a garbage man. Be the best garbage man you could be. That's it. And you know what? My, me as their father, my wife and I will build the foundation under them to be happy, to live their dream, right? I shouldn't tell them what they want to do in life. I should let them do what they want to do in life. And I create the foundation to always support them. And if they fall, daddy and mommy, whether it's on this earth or not in this world, will always be there watching them, supporting them, right? Mm -hmm. Great. Great. All right. So uh, now, we, we, uh, any more questions? Please, uh, yeah, Rick says, better our best. <laughs> Elaine is your number one fan, Rick. So now... Uh, so I have one uh, one comment. Um, yes, do we have integrity? Do we properly? Where is that one comment? Right. If you have any more question, just just bring it on. And if you want to call us, come on, don't be shy. Just call us. You know, we're more than ready to pick up your call. Right. Give us a call and and see how we answer your question. Right. So. Um, now I'm a grandma of three. Ask us anything. Man, I'd be surprised. Come on. I don't know who's watching, what country. But growing up, I was always taught by my parents to be quiet, to play safe, and be passive. I'm different. So I, I remember I was shy. If you guys don't have questions, I'm going to keep talking, and Lim and I can keep go talking. <laughs> I remember when I was 25 years old, and I was the youngest managing director in the country. And you know what? I, I joined in a group that the average managing director was over 50 years old. And trust me, they were very different. I remember I went to a conference and they said, oh, Rick, you're as young as my children. You're younger than my kids. And they made me feel small. So you know what I did? I was like, you're, they're probably right. And I was shy. I was quiet. But not because I was shy and quiet because I, I, I was always going to be that way. It was because my parents raised me that way, to be quiet, to be passive, to let people tell me how I should feel. So you know what I did? And I'll share this with you. I'm in the process of writing a book. It's going to come out at the end of this year. And I'm really excited. The book's name is called Unleashed. Unleashed. Be the best possible version you can be. So one thing I did after they said those to me, don't do it today, but I went to New York City MTA for 30 days straight. I went on the train and then I said, I'm going to go up to someone, say hi, say good morning, make a friend, hopefully get a phone number. Some days I get there 7 a.m. in the morning. I, I leave the train at 7.30. Some days I go there at 7 a.m. I leave the train at 11 a.m. It doesn't matter. But you know what? After that 30-day experience, I was different. 
I'll go into any room, say anything I want, right? I was the guy, I was the guy that spoke in a room in college in front of 20 classmates and presented my business plan and I was shy and I was nervous. I can go into a room of 20,000 people and I'll feel proud, I'll feel confident. So I've changed, I've evolved and I believe everyone on this show, you are not your best version. I'm not my best version. Our best version is yet not to come. yet. Yeah, we not will yet. bury. That's we right. will bury our best. Our sons will bury the best version of us. Yep. Our son will bury the best version of us. Right? Not yet. <laughs> I, I just want to yep. say one why. Today, uh, I have an agent, a new guy who joined us for a few months, and he is struggling to close cases. So I gave him a target uh, early on in, in a month and uh, to do five cases, this, to do five live policy this month. Today he did his number fourth. At three o'clock I told him, I want to see number five. And, and I told him the reward is very simple. This guy is my size. <laughs> I keep re re recruiting the guys, guys who are my size. <laughs> He, he loves, he, he has never, actually he has never went to Chili's. You know Chili's, the American diner, Chili's? There's a Chili's in Malaysia. So I gave him, I, I told him, you do five cases and I'll bring you to the American diner for a Buka Puasa. Buka Puasa is the, the breaking of fast for, for the Muslims. And just now he sent me an SMS. I just finished my last one in a bowling game. You see, I was playing bowling with my friends and just opened on case and closed him. He did five. So his why is very simple. He just wants to go chilies and have a good meal. <laughs> so I think everybody can has a, has a simple why and, and achieve small milestones. Me and Rick, we did not do TOT overnight. We didn't say, hey, let's, Rick, I'm joining the business and, and I'm going to be in TOT in 10 years. Did we see ourselves being TOT in 17 years? Uh, well, yes, we saw it, but when the first day when we joined, it was far, right, Rick? But what we do is keep achieving small milestone in our career, right? Keep achieving that small milestone, finding that small light to achieve, finding that the small reasons to do what we do and, and do what we can do. And, by, and when you are long enough in the business, you will achieve that big goal. That goal to be top of the table, to be COT, to be MDRT, you know. So, guys out there, it doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, patience, persistency to achieve something in life. So hang in there. Don't give up just yet. If you are young in the business, don't give up just yet. Somebody is believing in you. So go on, go on and hustle and go on, right? And you have no idea how to do this, watch our show, we'll tell you how. Ask us questions, we'll answer you, right? We will try to answer you. Know, you. This okay? is a true story. Um, we in America coach people, right? Um, I do an hourly coaching and it's 1,500 US dollar an hour. 1,500 mm. US dollar an hour. So as we, every month, Lim's like, hey, you know, I know you can coach people and make a lot more money than doing this. I was like, money doesn't mean anything. I want to help Malaysia. I want to help uh, Indonesia. I want to help Vietnam. I want to help China. I want to help every country in the world. Right. But you know, when I go into an hour coaching, like my students, 
don't have one question. They have hundreds of questions. And I was like, all right, we just tackled X amount. We leave it for next month. They're so excited. So I, I'm sure people on this uh, channel have a lot of questions. You got to ask. You got to ask. Yeah. No problem. They, they're going to ask questions, right? So, um, yeah, this guy is still, is still playing bowling out there. <laughs> Just watch <laughs> He said he's there to defeat my friend first. You know, he's closing his cases, you know. So, anyway, uh, Rick, you want to tell us? So, there, let me just go back to that three. Uh, uh, you know, remember, you guys, remember, if you have a topic you want us to talk about for next month, write it down, put it into the chat, and we will calculate who actually likes the most, have the most likes of that topic, and we will answer you, okay? So, can we just uh, have a look at uh, what topic they want to talk about, right? So, let me see. Uh, um, just now, I actually uh, highlighted it. Okay. Uh, hey, something I lost. Oh, it. Those are great topics. Yeah. I see a lot of topics. So, Esther says, I want to learn about how to get referrals and personal instruction. Do you have enough content for this, Rick, for next week? I can spend the next three hours talking about it right now, freestyle. I know every, every question you guys want, I'll freestyle the answers. I, I don't prepare anything. It comes from the heart, right? Um, so Elaine's question, how can we bring more value to the clients and potential clients? We have about 10 minutes. I'm going to fire away. Elaine, ask. That's the, only That's the easiest answer. I know it's not simple. It's easy. It's, or it's, it's uh, easy. It's not simple. Just ask. It's like, how can I help you? One of the questions I always ask in every single meeting, Elaine, today is April 30th, 2021. What are your biggest financial goals? What are some concerns of yours? What's most important for you, your family, your future today? Right? Tell me what are your goals? Tell me what are your concerns? Tell me what's most important for you. Correct. Some people have goals and concerns for themselves. Some yeah. people have goals and concerns for their family. You, your family, your future. Like, man, Rick, when I get to this point in life, I have these goals or concerns. But tell me about it today. And let's plan. Let's plan accordingly. Right? There's a saying, uh, I think it's a Benjamin Franklin quote, but uh, planning to fail or failing to plan. All right? Uh, right. If you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. If you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. Do not go into life without having a plan. Right. How can you hit a target if you don't know how it looks like? Mm -hmm. Correct. So this question here, Anita Zane says, someone used to say this. If you don't have any why, we just need to follow what our leaders say. <laughs> what is your opinion? Okay, maybe I can take this, right? Please. Yeah. Your, your leaders may have very different whys, but I believe your leaders has the best intention for you. Remember this, in the insurance business, right, especially in Malaysia, only when you make money, the agents make money, the, the leaders make money. Remember that. If you don't make money, if you don't live a good life, the leaders won't have the fair shares, right? No leaders pray every day that you fail in the business. Every leader pray to their gods every day that you'll be successful in your business. So my question for you, what is your opinion? Let me just put it this way. If, why did you join that leader? You joined that leader because why? 
because I think you believe in him, right? You join him because his value matches your value, right? You you wouldn't join a person that you're not comfortable with, correct? So don't tell me that you you know you join him without a reason. No, you join him because you believe in him that his ways attracted you, that he he has ways to actually guide you. Believe that he can actually lead you. So if you've joined him for the right reasons, right? If you don't have any why, if he gives you a why, and it does help you in your career, follow it. You know, uh, when I was uh, when I was young as an agent, and I hear a lot of people, uh, uh, you know, I have a, a lot of colleagues say, "My leader asked me to do this. I don't want to do it." Do but yet again, for me, I'm I'm a notoriously obedient agent. When my leader asked me to be an MDRT, he said, "Okay, you have you've done one two years not agent and you have qualified for your convention. Now the third year you need to do MDRT." I say, "How?" I never say, why do I have to do it? I ask, how? So when your leader asks you to jump, you don't ask why. You ask how high. You get it, Rick? I do, but I have a little <laughs> different out of an answer. Yeah. And this is why we, we are so similar and different. Yes. Um, so, Rick, you want to take that? Yeah. Anita, um, I used to be a leader. I used to be a managing director. I had over 50 people in my office. Um, the best thing your leader needs to do. So if you are my team, someone used to say this, if we don't have any why, we just need to follow our leader say. If I was your leader, I wouldn't even tell you what you should do. I would keep asking you questions, Anita. To be I a great why. leader, and I don't know how many people on this show is a, is a leader, I don't know. I used to be a managing director at 25 and five years, I built our office at the number one country, uh, office in the country in our category. And when I met an, uh, a new advisor, don't have a why, I don't tell them my why. I just ask them. So tell me about your stories. Tell me about your life. And we'll discover it together. We'll discover it together, Anita. And, and you don't need to have a very, very important, strong, whatever judgment why. But I would ask you to work with your leader to discover your why. And then um, and, and I'll say this, Lim, and, and, and my humble opinion, this is from my experience. I believe in Malaysia, every leader is the best and the nicest and the greatest people in the world. Not but true. there's a lot of leaders <laughs> in America that should not be leaders. That Same should thing. not be leaders. Yeah. And, and as, as I get emotional, as I get emotional, I'm also very intense. My goal is to help the community find the best and train the best of the best advisors to serve our community in the world. And those leaders that, because like I've seen people that are leaders, you know how many CEOs of big companies that don't have the best intentions for their workforce? My yeah, goal too. is to empower everyone. So, yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. If your leader is not a good leader and you don't think they're a good leader and you're not relatable to your leader and the value and what your leader doesn't match, go find a new leader. Unless Anita, and if you're not part of Lim's team, which is Lim, right? You should. That's all. Now, I have to play a disclaimer here. Uh, in Malaysia, sure. uh, you can't just join another team. It's not possible. I understand. We have, yeah, you know, rules and all that. And uh, the disclaimer here is not for you to recruit another guy's agents. So please, uh, you know, <laughs> Malaysia, uh, we, we are not America. So we are, we are the same, but we are different, right? So now, Julius asked, hi, hi, Rick. There's no Eric here. Hi, Rick. If I get comfortable, does it mean my why is not strong enough? Mm, yes. 
It means your why is not strong enough. Stop being so comfortable in life. Yeah. Live every day to be uncomfortable. Did you know a lobster? Google the, the, uh, how a lobster grows. Do you know that a lobster, when they're born, they have a certain size shell. They, they, they struggle, they grow, 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 and into the shell, and then it cracks the shell, and they have to create their new shell, right? I believe, um, Julius, once you get to a point in life where you, you not only do well when you're comfortable, but you thrive and succeed being uncomfortable, you're going to be closer to the best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. So my wife always say, you're always looking for trouble because I'm always looking for the next change, breaking out of the shell to reach my next target. And now my why, uh, today, why, why did I get a branding guru to come into my office to talk about branding and, and to talk about uh, re-strategizing re our work and all that? Because I wanted to build a mega agency. I wanted to build a mega agency for the people that serve the people. I'm just tired of uh, recruiting 100 agents and failing 90. I want to recruit, I want to build a brand so big that provide that high level of excellence of customer experience and provide that high level of customer service to all our clients that when an agent join us and when they bring their name cut out as a gratitude agent, people will just say, okay, you are trustable. We trust that you can do your work. That's what we want to achieve. We want to achieve a brand that serves the people. We ask me why, why now? That is my biggest why. To actually use this and change the industry. The industry, you know, in Malaysia, people think life insurance agents are just crooks. Sorry to you all out there, you know, I'm a life insurance agent. You get that, right? People always say, yeah, insurance agent, all crooks. Why? Because they really experience that. Why? Because there's so many failed agents. Why? Because we recruit every Tom, Dick and Harry into the business. And that is wrong. We need to change that. Okay? Lim, not only do I believe that gratitude is going to change Malaysia, I believe gratitude will change the world. When, when you share with me about gratitude, I'm so excited. And your vision your, and your mission and purpose, that's why we do the show. And that's why I know you're an amazing leader. And Thank everything you. is going to be incredible. I am learning to be a leader. I am not an amazing leader. I'm learning to be a leader. I'm, I'm, I'm swallowing John Maxwell's book every day to be, to be <laughs> a good leader. <laughs> right. <laughs> let's just take the last question. We have only three more minutes, right? Okay. Uh, so... Um, there's this question. That's why I'm why now they have short of time. Any advice to me? This See, this is what all, everyone always do, right? When we have 20 minutes, there was one or two questions. We have three minutes left. People throw 30 questions at us. Yeah. Why? Why is that? That just means your questions won't get answered. So but, let's uh, just, let's, let's just pick longest warrior question and just answer this. Cool. Now, hi, I have a sep I have 17 days to close this number. 30,000 to receive my first MDRT contest provided by my company. That's my, my why now. That's my why now. But I'm short of time. Any advice for me to meet this target? Rick, you want to take that? Short time, sure. 15 days, 17 days, close 30,000. Yeah. Okay. So this is a more technical question regarding your business. Okay. So what I would ask you is, um, number one, look at your practice. Look at your clientele. 
right? 30,000 to some people is a lot. Some people is very little, right? You have to think about your average case size. You have to think about the average amount of meetings. So for example, if on average, every client is about a thousand, um, a thousand of production, then you need 30 clients. Then you need to reverse engineer how you can meet 30 clients and make uh, them want to work with you, right? But for example, if your average case size is 10,000, then you need three clients because 10 times three is 30. If your average case size is 30,000, you just need one client. You need to reverse engineer your process, right? Everyone is different because if I give you one answer, right? You want to do 30,000. Someone might have one client. Someone might need 30, 30 clients, but ultimately as long as you believe that's 90% of achieving your goal. I believe once you believe in yourself, you'll achieve it 90%, then just execute. Fight it to the end. Logeshwari, we believe in you. Let's all give Logeshwari a thumbs up, right? Let's just give Logeshwari. And, and Logeshwari, when next month, when you come back to the show, I want you to tell us that you have achieved your incentive, right? <laughs> you can okay. do it. Now, the last, last question, Rick. Let's just do the last, last one. I've solved this yeah. question. Now, I'm interesting, interested to, to hear you say this. Now, let me just take this first. My leader, and my, my leader, who is my husband, says, I am not TOT because I'm too pride to ask for help. Let me just put it this way. We are not asking you to ask for help. Hey, buy from me, la, help me, la, help me to achieve TOT, buy from me. La. It doesn't work anymore. <laughs> How many times? We are not asking you that. What we are trying to do is you ask the client, what can I do for you, right, Rick? That's right. If you want to be TOT, ask, change it. Not ask the clients to do something for you, but ask the client, what can you do something for him? And you see a, a, a change of perspective straight away. You know? <clears throat> so, Rick, you want to take that? Elaine, I've never met you in person, and hopefully we will meet one day. But when your husband or your leader says you're too prideful to ask for help, um, they may be right or they may be wrong. But I just ask you this, Elaine. When it comes to maturing in life, what is pride? What is pride? What is an ego? Right? I think in life, it's about maturing. You know, when I was a young boy, I had a lot of pride. I had a lot of ego. And I probably still do. Right? But, but. I, and I, and I, and as part of my book, the Asian community, whether it's in America or in other countries, you know, Asian people in general and not stereotyping don't like asking for help. And I don't understand that because Americans always share ideas, give help, offer help, and everyone help each other because you will only go as far as by yourself, but with a team, not only will you go faster, you go further, but Elaine, your pride may stop you from achieving your goals, may stop you from achieving your why. But is your pride really that important? How many of you say, my why is my pride? My why is my ego? And that could be it. But I promise you, that will not fuel you far, right? That will not fuel you far. So I just ask you, I'm sure your why is stronger than your pride and your ego, right? And, um, and yeah, Elaine, you will hit TOT. One day when you hit TOT, you're going to look back at how much you've grown in life. 
and how much you matured. And you're going to smile because today's Elaine will not define you forever. The future Elaine is coming and it's the best is yet to come. So Elaine says he's disagree. he disagreed with Tom. She, she disagreed with Thomas. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought she should disagree with me. Okay. No, I'm, I'm just okay. with Thomas. Yeah. Okay. She says she will be, <laughs> she will be, she says, I love your truthfulness, but uh, I think Elaine, you just have to, you know, come on, Elaine, you got all the clients you need. All your clients are millionaires. Your clients is richer than mine. What's it stopping you? Do it. And, and I know we're a few. I know we're a few minutes over, and I and I'll just share this with you. Yeah. You know, a few years ago, I'm weird. I actually like uh, go around and I dress very bummy or not bummy, but whatever to say it is. Like like I usually in a very sharp suit, whatever the case may be. And I just walk around and I, I and I just want to be a normal person, right? And then and then like I have no pride, honestly. Whether whether you're successful or unsuccessful, pride is nothing. Like like. Like, I don't understand why people have so much ego. Ego does not, uh, respectfully, respectfully, it's part of maturing. One day you're going to realize that pride, the material things in life and everything, it's, it's okay. It's not necessary. I love just like, just being a normal person. And I am a normal person, right? But, but then like, like we talk about, well, like, like, unfortunately, society grades us based on how many zeros we have in our bank account. And no. No, if my bank account have, have, have zero, just one zero, that's it, right? I just hope all my friends and my family and Lim and everyone will, will, will still truly respect and love us. So there is no pride. There is no ego. It's just about finding happiness. Yeah. Right. So that, that marks the end of our show. Riggs, thank you for your selfless sharing. And uh, you've been a great co-host, Rick. I must pat you at the side. Let me pat you, right? Pat, pat, pat you. I pat you too. <laughs> I pat you. Right. right, Rick, thank you for, for sharing with us one and a half hours of solid time. We welcome you to say thank you. Right. So until next month, every every last week, every last Friday of the month, you will see the TOT talk show on. Right. So Rick, until next week, thank you so much for your time. See you again. Have a nice weekend, guys. Bye. Thank you, Lim. Take care, bye, guys. Bye-bye.